welcome to CME on ReachMD. This episode is part of our Minute CE curriculum. Prior to beginning the activity, please be sure to review the faculty and commercial support disclosure statements, as well as the learning objectives. Hello, my name is Paul Dobish. I'm a professor at the University of Nebraska Medical Center at the College of Pharmacy. Uh, in uh, Omaha, Nebraska. And today what I'm going to be talking about is the newest emerging data from ISTH, which is the International Society of Thrombosis and Hemostasis. They had their annual meeting just back in June here of 2023 and data looking at indexed alpha versus a four-factor prothrombin complex concentrate. Now, a little background on why this project was done is we know that you know, oral 10A inhibitors, which is mainly a pixaban or rivaroxaban, um, and they reduce ischemic events and they have less bleeding compared to warfarin, right? But we do know that the bleeding rates are zero, right? So there are still some bleeding events, serious bleeding events that occur. And so, and before indexed alpha was available, people were scrambling, trying to figure out, okay, well, how can we treat these bleeds? Uh, one of the things that clinicians kind of grabbed onto was the use of a four-factor prothrombin complex concentrate or a four-factor PCC. And uh, we really, and a lot of people did this without really, you know, any much evidence to support it or even a real pharmacologic mechanism of action that supported it, but we're grasping at straws. Well, now, you know, indexin alpha has been available for several years. And so kind of now that a lot of people have used four-factor PCC, people want to know how is the comparative effectiveness between these two agents. So we basically conducted a study of data, you know, in this area, because what basically out there well, there are some studies that have compared these two. You have to remember, these are very small studies, typically single center, single system studies. They don't have, there's no time from last dose. Uh, there's no correction for statistical, you know, differences between groups. And so we wanted to take uh, data and kind of collect data that was going to provide, you know, a, an advancement of the science in this area. So overall, uh, the, the, the study objective here is to Compare the overall in-hospital in mortality in patients with a major bleed from a pixaban or rivaroxaban and receiving either indexinate alpha or a four-factor PCC. Uh, we were also then wanted to collect enough patients where we were able to do a subgroup analysis, specifically looking at patients with intracranial hemorrhage and, and gastrointestinal bleeds. So is a multi-center observational study was conducted in several thousand patients. You can see 4,395 patients hospitalized with the rivaroxaban or apixaban-associated major bleed. And like I said, treated with either adduction alpha or four-factor PCC. Uh, you know, this is not single center. This is not single system. This is not, um, you know, just one geographic area. You can see we had 354 hospitals that contributed data to our study going across 42 different states. And like I said, our primary outcome was in-hospital mortality also then doing a multivariable logistic regression analysis to compare the odds of in-hospital mortality between these two and correct for any differences in baseline characteristics that may exist. Information that was collected, obviously, was demographics and comorbidities, whether they got a pixaban or rivaroxaban. 60% got a pixaban, 40% rivaroxaban. Time from hospital arrival to actually uh, getting their reversal. And then, of course, time from last dose of their 10 inhibitor. We looked at the bleed characteristics, such as its location, and like I mentioned, intracranial hemorrhage, GI, but also critical compartment. And of course, there's a small percentage that fit into another, uh, especially for intracranial bleeds. Was it traumatic or spontaneous? 
uh, severity, so things like Glasgow Coma Score, and also GI bleed location was all collected as part of our analysis. Like I said, 350 more hospitals across the U.S., 42 states. Most institutions were a comprehensive stroke center. Um, a lot of them were a level trauma, level one trauma center, um, and, a, and a pretty high percentage were level one or two trauma center. You can see that a, about two-thirds of centers had indexin alpha and four-factor PCC, both on the formulary. About 10% had indexin alpha only, and about uh, a little over 20% had uh, four-factor PCC only as far as formulary. So this is our overall population uh, information. The other thing I would also mention is that everything on this slide is really what was in the multivariable logistic regression analysis. The only things that weren't, that you don't see here, was uh, we also looked at whether it was traumatic or spontaneous. Uh, and once again, those numbers were very similar. We also looked at baseline blood pressure. So baseline blood pressure was about 134 millimeters of mercury systolic uh, versus 130. Uh, in the induction alpha and uh, four-factor PCC, uh, respectively. You can see the overall age. Patients were about 66 years old. Um, you can see that you know uh, most of the patients were male with about 58% male. And it's, again, time from last dose. Uh, and the, these are very similar numbers between the groups. There was about 3.5% more patients who had, uh, with the induction alpha group, who had their dose much, much more more frequent or more recent, uh, which would be within the last eight hours. And then outside of 18 hours, uh, there were more patients numerically, not statistically, with four-factor PCC in that group. Toward the treatment time was, was about two and a half hours between the groups. Once again, altered methyl status, uh, having a DNR order, different comorbidities like diabetes, heart failure, renal disease, and liver disease were all very well matched within the groups. But once again, all of these things were within our analysis. As far as the bleed locations, uh, and so you can see here, uh, indexin alpha in the blue colors and four-factor PCC in the red colors. So, you know, the majority of our bleeds or the most common type of bleed was a gastrointestinal. That's very common to what we see in practice. In fact, there were 2,467 GI bleeds in this. Um, Intracranial bleeds was the next most common with being about 30%. And then there were about 10% that were compartmental or non-compressible and about 2% that were other. As we look at the overall mortality analysis, just remember the other bleeds are not included in that because they're very hard to quantify. When we look at in-hospital mortality, our primary outcome, what you can see here in patients who received indexin alpha, there was actually, when you look at the raw data, a 4.6% absolute reduction in in-hospital mortality. When we then look at that through the uh, multivariable logistic regression analysis, that basically corresponds to a 50% statistically significant lower mortality for patients getting indexin alpha versus a four-factor PCC. So in conclusion, this study is the largest observational study comparing indexin alpha and a four-factor PCC in clinical practice. Um, to our knowledge, it is several fold higher than anything else that's been done, which gives us some real power uh, in uh, correcting on limitations of other studies. Uh, and so in this overall population, whether they get in you know, with indexin alpha, hospitalized with the rivaroxaban or apixaban-related major bleed, uh, it's associated with a 50% lower odds of in-hospital mortality uh, when adjusted for identified risk factors of mortality. So with that, I want to thank you very much for listening to this, this, this uh, presentation. Thank you.
You've been listening to CME on ReachMD. This activity is jointly provided by Global Learning Collaborative, GLC, and Total CME, LLC, and is part of our Minute CE curriculum. To receive your free CME credit or to download this activity, go to reachmd.com slash CME. Thank you for listening.